and I completely forgot to open the book. Hold on one sec. Ow! Criminy. <laughs> I just dropped the book on the keyboard. Just dropped the book. Here we go. Here we go. And this is a, this starts with a long Bible quote. Like usually I embellish the Bible quotes a little bit, but I don't even have to embellish this one. This is a this is a doozy. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1:25. <laughs> Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are covering two to two, two to two, actually, three to three, three, well, two to two, two to two books, and two to two, two to two formats of one of the books. Uh, so, three, two, two to two, two, two and a half books. Remember when I started this podcast seven and a half years ago, and it was like, just going to sort of take a, uh, I was intending to sort of index Bear Country and take a, you on a sort of a guided tour of the ins and outs of Bear Town and Bear Country and kind of figure how the all the pieces fit together and what kind of wild continuity formed if you read a book series from inception all the way through to the end or at least to modern time. Remember when that was the goal of this show? I mean, I just, I'm not, go I don't have a point to make about it. I just remember that. Do you remember that? I remember that. In any case, this week's books are t both from 2012. They're both written by Jan and Mike Berenstain, and they are called the Berenstain. Oh, and they are both Zonder Kids books. They're both Living Lights, a faith story books, although you might find that designation a bit odd considering there is not really a story in these books. And the title of these books, oh, and they have the same illustrations in the same text. How are they different? We'll get to that. They are called The Berenstain Bears, God Bless the Animals from 2012, and The Berenstain Bears, God Loves the Animals, also from 2012. Uh, God Bless the Animals, God Loves the Animals. He continues to bless them, I assume, and I assume in the Blessed Book, he also loves them. In the Blessed Book, is a floppy back book. The Loves book is a hardback book, but that's not the only difference. Also, this book, God Bless the Animals, is available in digital format. God Loves the Animals, not available in digital format for reasons we will get to. Why am I covering both of these books at once? Are they about the same thing? Yes. Do they have the same text? Yes. Do they have the same illustrations? Yes. Were they published in the same year? Yes. Why am I covering both? What is the difference? Just the title? Oh no, dear friends. Oh no, dear neighbors. Oh no. The contents are fundamentally altered. The intention of the book is fundamentally changed. Why? I don't, I don't actually know. In 1980, Eric, we've covered this before. In 1980, Eric Hill published Where's Spot, which was the first lift to the flap book ever published. He had to take that book to publisher after publisher because he wrote it in like 78, but no one was interested. And finally he found a publisher that was like, this is a cool idea. Because I guess he was illustrating, he was an illustrator already. He was drawing some pictures. His kid loved it when one of the pictures was covered by a piece of paper and he could lift it up. And that was like his thing, it's like, wait a minute, I can make a mint off this if I hit a dog behind some of the flaps. 
created Lift the Flat Books. The Berenstain Bears, God bless, and I bring that up because I'm just saying it's been 42 years now, or 32 years, I guess, when this book came out, since the origin of the Lift the Flat book. And in that time, the purpose of the Lift the Flap has changed. Now, we've also talked about this in some of our previous Lift the Flap episodes. There are, are many reasons to create a Lift the Flap narrative. Usually it is, uh-oh, we're missing something. A dog, perhaps. Uh, something else, I guess. A spot. Spot is missing. And so each page is, is he in the thing? You look up, you lift the flap. No, he's not in the thing. You have to wait till the end of the book to find it. That's one way to do a lift the flap book. The other one is sort of just like a quiz, like, what's behind here? What's under there? You lift the flap, you find out. We had a great book called Where's the Poop? which offered a series of different scenarios with wild animals. And you had to find out where the wild animal had pooped. And there were a couple of options per spread. And the final one would be where the poop was. It, it was actually educational. The animals had different kinds of poops. That was the, the point. But the bears seemed to eschew all that. The bears in many of their Lift the Flat books, not all of their Lift the Flat books, but in many of the Zonder Kids ones I've noticed. I think it was the Zonder Kids ones. It's been a while since I've covered a Lift the Flap book, but I remember talking about this, where the Berenstain Bears seemed to say, you know what? Instead of having a reason for there to be Lift the Flaps, what if, and stay with me here, what if there was no reason to have Lift the Flaps, huh? What if instead of saying, here's why you're lifting the flaps, we just presented some flaps, and then you just, you came up with your own reasoning? You came up with your own objective. What if we did that instead? So you would have books that had flaps to lift, but no intent, no narrative intention behind them. You weren't looking for anything. You weren't even trying to discover something. And the narration itself didn't lend itself to looking under the flaps. The narration itself was like, and then we opened the cabinet and there was a donut. And you lift the flap, that's the cabinet, and there's a donut. Like, that's it. And you're like, well, I guess I didn't need a flap here in the first place. Like, there was no secret. There was no mystery. It wasn't like, what's behind the flap? It was like, there's a donut behind the flap. Take a look, if you don't believe me. Take a look. Take a look, you're so smart. And that's what we have here. The Berenstain Bears, God bless the animals, begins with a quote from Genesis, where God creates the animals. And I'm not even going to get into it, because you know what happens. He makes the animals, makes Adam and Eve. They get into some trouble. They have some kids. One of the kids kills the other kid. That's the beginning of humanity. Plus, there's some animals. This book, the Berenstain Bears, God bless the animals, and they and so uh, so this book is about how the bear family goes on a nature walk and to look at the animals. The only the only way it's religious is that every page, Papa's like or Mama's like, look at these animals. God gave them a place to live. This is the place where they live. That's that's literally the extent of the religious teaching. The flaps, though. The flaps. What are the flaps, you're wondering? What are the flaps, you're screaming? Why the flaps? How is this a flap book? You're, you're yelling. You're pounding the table. You're, you're, you're clenching your fists. You're screaming at me. The flaps, you say. Why the flaps? What purpose do they serve? The answer is none. The answer is no. The answer is none purposes. There's no purpose. The flaps serve no purpose. There's beautiful illustrations. So, for example, the first thing that happens is he says, come on, cubs, we're going on a nature walk. Let's visit our animal friends. Right in our garden, we can find a big, bright butterfly. 
and Mother Rabbit with her babies. So you have two options. You have a bunch of flowers and you have a giant cabbage. And you can lift the flowers, you can lift the cabbage. If you lift the flowers, there's a butterfly behind it. And you lift the cabbage, there's a mother and her babies. They're not like, which one's behind which? They're not, they're just like, there's a butterfly and some rabbits on this page. They're like, let's go in the woods, visit Mr. Skunk and Miss Possum. God's trees give them a safe place to live. Well, all right. But there's just a stump. And then there's a, like a bunch of leaves. And so if you lift the stump, there's Mr. Skunk. And you lift the leaves and there's Mrs. Possum. I guess you could say you don't know which is going to be behind which. But you can probably guess. And there's no... The other thing that many Lift the Flap books do is they have writing on the inside of the flap. To sort of like congratulate you for having lifted a flap. There's no writing on the insides of these. You see the possum. You see Mrs. Possum hanging with her babies. Sisters pointing at the possums, but there's no like, there she is. There's Mrs. Nope. Nope. God gave them a safe place to live. So then in the next page, you have uh, you have uh, our friends, the flying squirrel and the horned owl. And here's what's interesting. Uh, it, the narration says, onward now into the deep forest. The light coming through the leaves makes it seem like a green, quiet church or a quiet green church. And then there's a, a clump of leaves behind which is the flying squirrel. And the, the light is kind of shining on it. So we get to the pond and there's some ducks. And we get to the pond and there's a frog on a rock. And then we get to the stream and there's a heron in the reeds. And there's an alligator behind a log. It says that alligator looks like a log. It doesn't. They follow the stream to the swamp. There's salmon behind a rock. And there's a beaver dam and there's Mr. Beaver building the dam. Now the beaver is unclothed, by the way. Uh, he is no longer Mr. Beaver who lives down the street from the bears. This is a wild beaver. He's gone feral, as beavers do. And they get back home, and there's a snake in the grass. And they're like, whew, we're back home. God bless the animals. Now, what is the difference? Now, why did I bring up the light shining? Because, okay, the same year that God Bless the Animals was published, 2012, 10 years ago, in fact, 50th anniversary, they published the board book equivalent of God Bless the Animals called God Loves the Animals. Here's what's funny about the board book equivalent of God Bless the Animals. A, it's called God Loves the Animals. We already covered that. B, there's no lift the flap element. It's the same illustrations, but it's as if they just ripped the flaps off. Sometimes you'll, when I worked at a used bookstore, we'd get lift the flaps books in all the time. Because, you know, you kids graduate from them, you just get rid of them. We get lift the flap books in all the time. Rarely were all the flaps intact. Rarely. Because uh, kids rip them off. And typically, if it's the kind of book that's like, what's behind the thing? And the flap is missing, you've ruined the story. There's no mystery. But the Berenstains were like, there's no mystery anyway. We're already telling you what's behind these things. They're not even presenting it as a world in which animals live behind things. We're just telling you there's some animals. And we've provided an obstacle to the actual illustration. That's all the flaps serve. Something's in the way of looking at the full picture. Berenstain Bears, God Loves the Animals, the board book, which is, remember, the exact same book. Has two differences. So it's not the exact same book. Has two differences. One, the flaps have been ripped off. What have they been replaced with? Absolutely nothing. It's the same book, just there's no flaps. So you're like, so Papa's like, ah, oh, there's a butterfly and there's Mother Rabbit. And you're like, yeah, it sure is. There she is. There they are. Ah, oh, there's a flying squirrel and a horned owl. Yep. See him as clear as day, right right in front of God and everyone. Ah, there's a frog on a rock. She said, I sure see it. 
And there's some ducks. Yup. That alligator looks like a log, except now we don't have a log to compare it to. It's just an alligator. That heron's hiding in the, blends in with the reeds, except now it's just a heron standing in front of some reeds. I guess it kind of blends in, but it no longer has a clump of reeds in front of it. You have to look behind. The funniest one is it's like, the salmon are leaping in the stream, just upstream of that beaver dam. There's no, I mean, I guess there is a small dam. There's still a small dam, but the beaver lodge is gone. The lodge that Mr. Beaver was inside that you had to lift the flap. And then there's just a snake in the grass. It's not even a surprise. What's that hissing sound? Oh, one of our neighbors lives here. Snake in the grass. God created all of our animal friends. We meet a few of them and do our nature walk. Oh yeah, this book ends also with God bless the animals. They didn't change that to God loves the animals. Nope, nope, didn't change that. The other difference is they, I guess because they're like, well, we took away like the exciting part of the book. What are we going to replace it with? I'll tell you what they replaced it with. Anytime there is an animal name, rabbit, owl, alligator, squirrel, they bold it. But they don't just bold it. No, you get your money's worth on this. They bold each word in a different color. So butterfly is the color of the butterfly. It's like sort of a, a maroon. Rabbit is the color of a rabbit. It's kind of brown. Skunk is black. Possum is gray. Squirrel is brown. Owl is, well, also, also it's also brown. Frog is green. Duck is, I guess, that's also brown. Heron is kind of goldish brown. Alligator is green. Salmon, pink. But Mr. Beaver is also, Beaver is brown. I guess what I'm saying is, there's a lot of brown in the animal kingdom. A lot of brown. What's funny, though, is the last animal they encounter in the Lift the Flap book is the snake. What's that hissing sound? Oh, it's one of our neighbors in the grass. But they never say snake, so they don't highlight snake. So the last animal doesn't even get a highlighted word. And then the book ends. Now, is this book good? Is it a good book? If I guess, if you have wee little children, if you have the tiniest children imaginable, I'm talking like microscopic children. If you have children who could fit in the palm of your hand, yes, this is a good book. If you have children who are entertained by anything, this is a good book. Otherwise, it's not great. However, I will say this, pretty fun illustrations. It's still a Zonder Kids book. I believe Mike said this is around the time they were working with some uh, with a freelancer that he really liked. And if so, I can see that this is this must be what he was talking about. A lot of nature in this book. Uh, a lot of fiddly bits with the trees and the cattails and the and the and the and the leaves. So it's a lavishly illustrated book. The colors really pop. Uh, it's just not inter, inter, It's just not interesting. It's just not interesting. Uh, I mean, it may be for little babies, but. This is not a great book. It's not bad. It's just there's no story. There's the characters don't do anything. Uh, there's no lesson to be learned. the The point of the book is if you go outside, there's there's some animals, and so the bears do, and they were right, or the yeah, they're right. Even the notion of God blessing the animals is a little shaky. Like Papa's like, there's a there's a squirrel. God gave him some leaves. There's an owl. God gave it a tree to live in. 
there's a duck. God gave it a pond. Like, that's the extent of their theology in this book. And I don't know. It doesn't really hold water. If you're trying to teach your kids about animals or God, it's not a good starting place. They're making a lot of assumptions. Uh, but, uh, but it's God bless the animals. The other thing I noticed is the backs are different. I mean, they're different series. God bless the animals. The flippity flop paperback, the lift the flap says on the back of it, it says an owl in the tree, an alligator in the swamp. Who else will you meet? Join the bear family on a nature walk through bear country. Not, not bad. Not bad. Although a little intimidating, a little intense, an owl and an alligator. That sounds like one of them Halloween books. God loves the animals, the hardback book. You can tell it's hard, the board book, because listen to this. That's a board book. If I did the same thing to the paperback, listen to this. I guess maybe it sounds the same to you. Like if I did the board, I'll tap on the board book. Huh? Yes? Now I'll tap on the paperback. Uh, that's a little different. It's it, it sounds different in the I can imagine it not sounding very different in the microphone though. Um, how about this? If I open up the board book and slam it shut, it sounds like this. Huh? Yes. If I open up the paperback and slam it shut, it sounds like this. Ha ha! See, they're different books. I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, the back of the board book. It says, the, the, remember the other one was really creepy and scary and Halloween-y because it had an owl and an alligator. Take a beautiful nature walk through bear country with mama, papa, brother, sister, and honey bear. From a family of ducks nestled amongst the cattails, and yes, it says amongst, to Mrs. Rabbit in a cabbage patch, you'll enjoy the great outdoors and say hi to many different animal friends. For early learning fun, animal names are bolded throughout the bear family's walk, so you can point and learn with your young reader. Uh, and then they both have the same bio for Stan and Jam, Bear and Stan on the back. Uh, Zonder Kids, Living Lights, Bear and Stan Bear's books help children learn how God wants them to live every day. I don't think this one does. I don't think this one tells me how God wants me to live every day. This is just a nature walk. This is just going outside. This is just seeing animals. You could go to the zoo and do the same thing. I'm not saying that if you're religious, you can't find God everywhere. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this book doesn't tell you how to live. It doesn't even make any suggestions other than maybe go outside. It just doesn't offer up anything in that way. At least the flaps are like, there's a mystery to God's world. There's a, there is an obscurity to God's presence. But the board book is just like, I'm hard. I'm hard. If I fall on the ground, I won't rip. I'm hard. If your baby chews on me, it'll still get ruined because I'm still just paper. I'm just compressed paper. I'm a board book. Not even made out of real boards, by the way. The Berenstain Bears, God bless the animals. The Berenstain Bears, God loves the animals. Oh, and I said there was a third version? Yes. Berenstain Bears, God bless the animals is also available in ebook formatting. That's right. You can buy the electronic version of God bless the animals. And I'm going to go right out and say it. I think it's the best version. Why? Because you click the flaps. There's no lift the flaps. You click it. So it's like the Jetsons. It's like an elect, it's like a future book. 
because you have your tablet, you've set your kid down, you said, just look at this book for a while while I make dinner, and they're like, a book, and then they touch the picture and the flap lifts? That's like magic. The flap lifts by itself? That's science fiction. Better version of the book. Same illustrations. The Berenstain Bears God bless the animals. The Berenstain Bears God loves the animals. The Berenstain Bears God bless the animals. Electronic future book. You can buy all of them. You can buy any of them. You can buy all or any of them. I think they're available. Maybe they're not. Are these still available? I know the future book is. But I bought mine. I well, I don't know. I had to buy the board book used, so I'm not sure. Uh, are they worth owning? I mean, yeah, because you can freak your friends out by showing it at them and saying, like, guess what? These are different books. And your friends will be like, no, they're not. They look the same. And you'd be like, that's where you're mistaken, my friend. And then they won't stay for dinner. Uh, but that's the Berenstain Bears. God bless the animals. The Berenstain Bears. God loves the animals. And the Berenstain Bears. God bless the animals. Thank you so much for listening. I am sorry this episode wasn't more interesting. There just wasn't very much to say about it. Again, nicely illustrated, everyone. Uh, we'll be back, though, with some more substantial books in the series very soon. Books that teach you how God wants you to live. Books that don't even teach you how God wants you to live. Books that teach you to chill out, have a good time, and enjoy your friends and family. That's what the Parents and Bears are all about. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me online on Twitter at Bearcast. You can find me on Facebook at Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. Uh, you can find me, Phil Gonzalez, on Twitter at P. Corey Gonzalez. But I, if you're like just in it for the Berenstain Bears content, it's not always Berenstain Bears content. Uh, I have two other podcasts. I have one called It's Del Toro Time. It comes out every few weeks, just depending on when my daughter Willow is available to watch movies and record with me. And I also have this podcast that I do with Christy Admiral. It's called Pizza Toast. And uh, the scuttlebutt around the campfire is that it might be coming back in a few weeks. So maybe it will. If it ends up not coming out in a few weeks, you know, that's just, that's life. Baby, that's how it works. Stay cool. You know, don't, don't let it get you down, man. Don't. Don't, don't, forget all about it. All right. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I just realized I'm very tired uh, right now, but that's, that's life, man. That's life with a Berenstain Bears podcast. If I'm going to cover every single one of these books, I got to do it when the time is ripe. I can't wait to feel perfect. Otherwise, I'd be like the best at everything. And I'm not the best at anything. So with that in mind, I'll see you all next time deep in bear country. I probably should have had Lana back on this week. She keeps me on task. And I wouldn't feel so loopy. And she'd be like, why are you so loopy? And I'd be like, ah, I'm sorry. I probably should start this over. But I don't have Alana here. So you're just listening to the ramblings of a madman. Good night.